Okay, so chapter six in your textbook deals with the general topic of learning. Now, um, if you remember, each of the chapters in your textbook um, corresponds to a different um, influence on human behavior. And, uh, you know, so we're looking at um, the parts of the puzzle sort of separately, um, uh, and we'll have to pull them all together to get a real understanding of what causes people to do the things they do. But, um, but here in this chapter, we get to one of the very big pieces of the puzzle, and that's essentially a person's own individual experience with things. Learning is all about how um, an experience in uh, one experience affects future behavior, uh, and even small things, even, um, you know, you uh, uh, see somebody you haven't seen in a while and you tell them hello and they don't tell you hello, well, you know, that experience is liable to affect how you interact with that person again in the future. Or, you know, you uh, are walking through the dark in your house and you stub your toe on something and that hurts, and so you're liable to do things differently in the future because of that, right? So what I'm getting at here is that it's even small uh, experiences in everyday life that can change our future behavior. This, of course, is a powerful thing um, for humans because it does allow us to adapt our behavior to situations and to learn from experience. Now, notice, though, that that, um, uh, that description of learning really puts learning on a fairly uh, well, fairly elementary or basic level of learning. Just uh, uh, as it's defined in this chapter, learning is any experience that affects f um, uh, future behavior, right? And so that involves a lot of kinds of things. Um, if you saw the topic uh, or the uh, title of the chapter as learning and thought, oh, okay, well, this is going to be about school and how we learn and education and stuff like that, you'll be a little surprised because that's really not what this is um, what this chapter is about actually we'll address some more uh, related topics to school type learning especially college level school type learning uh, in um, the next chapter on human memory uh, we'll look at how people you know get information into their brain and store it there over time and are able to use it later on which of course is a form of learning but um, <clears throat> Uh, but here we're looking at uh, learning on a more general level. Now, um, as I mentioned uh, in the welcome uh, podcast for the week, this, um, this chapter is one that I'll go ahead and tell you that a lot of students end up having difficulty with. And, um, you know, I've gone back and forth trying to figure out why. And there's a few reasons, I think. And one of the reasons is that it starts off really, really easy. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is really easy. And then before you know it, it becomes really complex. And you feel like, whoa, where did that come from? And you feel like you're in over your head, right? So so just be aware of that. And, um, and don't skip over the easy stuff at the beginning. Um, you know, because that's definitely going to be built upon and necessary to, you know, have a good, clear understanding of that before you move on to more complex stuff. The other reason why I think this may be um, uh, challenging for some students is that um, it does go from theoretical to applied very quickly. There are a lot of applications in daily life um, for learning theory, and I'll, I'm hoping that, um, you know, you will start to see examples of the different types of learning in your own everyday experience because, you know, there are a lot of them. Uh, so essentially what we got here is um, a group of very powerful theories that help us to understand a lot about human behavior works. Um, <clears throat> the um, textbook uh, talks about all different kinds of learning. Uh, there is a, whoops, it doesn't have a figure number on it. 
Uh, I guess it's in a learning tip. There's a, uh, a breakdown of all the different types of learning. Uh, that's an important graphic to know, uh, that there are non-associative types of learning, uh, associative learning, and learning by observation or watching others. Uh, and so um, <clears throat> uh, the first two kinds of learning, non-associative learning, aren't really covered a whole lot in this chapter. The chapter does present them mostly for purposes of completeness, that yes, they do involve learning. Uh, however, they're actually more related to sensation and perception. And so we kind of looked at those in that chapter on sensation and perception. These are processes of habituation and sensitization, which, um, which definitely involve some change in behavior as a result of experience. Uh, but they tend to be more sensory processes. Um, the, um, the, I don't know if I want to say it, but the, the, say it this way, but the, the main topics for this chapter are two forms of associative learning, classical conditioning and operant conditioning. And then we add on to that learning by observation, um, uh, that we can essentially learn classical and operant conditioning kinds of things through observing other people in those kind of situations. So some very powerful stuff. Um, uh, for, um, for looking at types of learning, it's often easiest to look at animal examples first. Animal behavior is usually a bit more simple than human behavior. But this is a class in psychology, and we're most interested in human behavior. So once you feel like you've mastered some of the animal examples, then move on to human examples. It's always going to be a little bit more complex, but of course that's the point, right? Humans are more complex, and that's what we want to be able to understand here. Uh, this chapter ends up with a bit on um, behavior modification, which is essentially uh, attempts to deliberately change your own or somebody else's behavior using the principles of learning, right? So essentially taking what we know about how human behavior works and using that knowledge to try to deliberately change behavior in some better way. That's a huge area of um, uh, application in clinical psychology. Uh, and so, um, <clears throat> uh, so you'll want to pay attention to that. All right, um, let me know about what kind of questions you have about uh, types of learning, and, um, and do your best to come up with as many examples of different types of learning as you can that you've seen in your own life. Um, again, recognizing examples is going to be an important part of this because that will allow you to uh, uh, see the psychological processes at work in even completely new examples. Right?